we are here at KXCI. This is a partnership with Black Rand for the whole month of February, uh, celebrating black history and bringing black creatives. This is a takeover lounge with Black Rand and KXCI, and we're calling it Black History in the Making. So this is the the program that we are on. So shout out to KXCI for holding us down. Shout out Sean Louie and the whole Black Rand gang for bringing mm-hmm. us on. This was, whew, man. Months in the making. Months in the making. He hit us up, what, October? No, before that. Summer. It was definitely like Mm -hmm. June or July where we got hit up. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, we want you. So we're here. (laughs) We are here again, year two, actually. So we did the first one virtually. Uh, Mm -hmm. Y'all can go ahead and tap in with us uh, and check out those past uh, Black History Month episodes on our YouTube at Takeover Lounge and show some love, like, comment. Uh, But today we have a really, really special guest. Sean Louis mentioned her by name and was Mm -hmm. like, yo, you need this one on your podcast ASAP. Mm-hmm. So we were like, whatever Sean Louis says, and he says that she he has an eye for heart, uh, art. So, like you said, we got to do it. When Sean mm-hmm. Louis says it, we got to do it. So, uh, if you, in case you forgot, I go by the name of Z Give. We're a little rusty. We haven't been we haven't been together haven't been for a while. This. We haven't been together for a month. But okay. in front of me, we got Daniela, everybody's favorite host. This oh. is I'm, you're the favorite host. Am I? I hope you know that. Am I really? Yes. I don't really talk much though. That's what they love about you. They're like, oh, Z talks God. way too damn much. <laughs> <laughs> but to the left of Daniela, we have the special guest. She goes by the name of Vanessa or Nessa Cross on Instagram. <laughs> she had a great elevator speech, by the way. Uh, we're going to mention that. We, talk, we keep it real on the mm-hmm. podcast. Nothing fabricated. We, we talk about all of it. So, mm-hmm. uh, Nessa, you are in Eller School of Business. Yes, correct? I am. How's that going for you? It's a little scary. Um, I'm studying management information systems and operations supply chain management there. Um, it's the scariest major, I'll say, but I love computers, and Eller gives me a lot of space to study that and really hone in on my craft, and I can apply that to other things in my life. That's awesome. That sounds like you, pat- you practice that for a minute. Every week, yeah. <laughs> Every week. Everyone's asking, what, what do you do in school? And you're like, yep, this is what I do, blah, 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 blah. Woo. But we're glad that you're here. Mm-hmm. So what we're here to talk about is not only your schooling, but we're here to talk about your craftiness and your creative mind, because that's one of the things we like to talk about. So I'll kick it off how we normally kick it off. It's been a minute. So D, go ahead and kick us off. All right. So what is your favorite type of crafting that you do? So um, my favorite type is crocheting, which is a process of knotting with yarn. And I've been doing it for about 11 years now. So more than half my life. That's crazy. (laughs) Wow. Crocheting. So what's the difference between crocheting and knitting? The difference between crocheting and knitting is crocheting is done with a hook and knitting is done with two needles. I say crocheting is safer than knitting. Have you, uh, when you were knitting, have you poked yourself before? Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it's a serious thing. I like to think that it's a serious thing. Not <laughs> that it's because I can't knit or anything like that. Um, no, it's actually very serious to me. Facts. Okay. <laughs> can you knit? Oh, uh, yeah, I can knit. Can, I, can I crochet? No. No. See? I don't know. What it, the whole like hook with the needle. It, mm, Just I throws can't. you off? Yeah. 
it's crazy because I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted. Because like, <laughs> there's we're, we're in KXCI's Congress uh, location, so we're right in the heart of downtown. So you know how it gets on a yeah. Saturday night mm-hmm. where uh, we got people walking by. We, if we leave here a little bit early, we can beat the drunk people that oh. walk by here. So that's the goal. We don't want to get see any drunk Tucsonans over here banging yeah. on the window, but. We're here anyway. We love Tucson. Nessa, born and raised in Tucson? Correct, yes. Wow. Uh, do you want to get out anytime soon? <laughs> do you oh, leave? to the people? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would like to explore a little bit, see what's uh, what's going on. I've actually only traveled to like four states. So what are those four? I went to California, okay. Vegas, mm-hmm. um, New York. Ooh. Oh, and so I guess three states. So yeah, (laughs) so so I really want to see what's what else is going on. But I think Tucson will always be my home. My parents will always be here. My friends will always be here. That's awesome. That's cool because I'm also from Tucson, Arizona. Uh, I love it. It's home. But like once you get out to like out there and venture out, I think it's like a different ball game and. You realize that Tucson's really slow paced. I mean, yes. we're very slow. And, I, and you went to New York. What did you do in New York? I went. My brother is in his high school band, and he performed in the Macy's Day Parade. What? Yeah, it was really awesome. Oh, um, in goodness. 2019, so we went there to support him and see just how cool he is. That's awesome. Uh-huh. Well, uh, so did you say what instrument he played? He plays the trombone. The trombone. That's awesome. I always got jealous of people that play the trombone. I, mean, I never. Had, <laughs> He'll love to hear that. I never had the shoulder work to get up you know what I mean it takes a lot of shoulder to get up there so me with sax sax was for me I played the flute that's that's cool the flute was cool kinda not really but (laughs) I like the flute I like the flute thank you Nessa the flute is quieter than the trombone (laughs) yeah to hear your brother every night just yeah yeah, she was like painful memories Mm -hmm. I moved out Okay. So it's okay. There I'm safe now. Like, okay, Love you, go. Langston, but I'm safe now. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. So being from Tucson, do you mind me asking what high school and uh, middle school you went to? So um, for middle school, I went to Basis Tucson North. Awesome. And then for high school, I went to Catalina Foothills. Catfoot, represent. Uh-huh. Okay, awesome. You got to hold it down for the home team, right? Yes. High school, Catfoot. So that's real cool. So what was your influence to start crocheting? What made you at 11 years old or 12 years old make you want to pick up the crocheting? So, I think, like... (laughs) Utensils, I don't know what we call them. Needles. I'm always... Yes, needles. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I'm always picking up something new. Um, If you talk, like, to anybody, I'm always doing something crafty, and it's been like that my whole life. Mm -hmm. Um, But just one day, I was like, what's that? Can I do it? And my grandma was like, okay, I'll take you. So, we went to Michael's. She bought me one ball of yarn, a five-millimeter hook, and I just started making this really long chain. And I just never stopped. So that's how it starts, right? You start with a chain, mm-hmm. and then, uh, oh, sorry, KXCI. Uh, <laughs> we don't have no funds, but anyway, yes, yes, uh, you pick it up and you just start making a, a chain. Yes. Dang, that's interesting. So shout out Grandma for taking you to Michaels. Yes. What did you wa- What were you watching when you uh, were like, I want that? Was it a TV show? Movie? I was just talking to her about things that I could do, but the TV show that we were probably watching, knowing my grandmother, was one of the judge shows or one of the <laughs> cop shows because those are what she likes. <laughs> Definitely so true. I remember hanging out with my grandmother, and it was always either judge shows or uh, uh, CSI. CSI yes. was like yes. murder history, mm-hmm. like murder mysteries for her thing. So interesting. I like it. So we just picked it up and was never let go. Yes, never let go. Put it down. I'll put it. Oh. 
Okay. <laughs> Welcome to downtown Tucson. Yeah. I thought somebody broke something. I was like, <laughs> I was yo, like, KXCI, that was not Takeover Lounge, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> I've never hurt your studio, KXCI. Exactly, right? <laughs> shout out Duncan one time. Can we shout out Duncan real quick? We love you, Duncan. We love Duncan, man. So, sorry. When we get sidetracked. <laughs> I put it down a few times just because... Um, I don't know if y'all have noticed, but crocheting isn't the most popular thing to do as a teenager. <laughs> um, so people were kind of like, that's an old lady thing. And I'm like, yes, I am an old lady. Just <laughs> really? let me live. But I picked it right back up in late high school and I just kept going and started my business. When did you put it down? What, like middle school? I'd say not middle school. Actually, I went to Basis, and Basis, if you've heard of it, is yeah. an, quite the nerdy school. So <laughs> what are you going to do, make fun of me? No. no. Um, but <laughs> I got to high school, and I did a presentation on the stuff that I like to do in my business class, and I could just kind of see people's faces being like, oh, what is this girl talking about? Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, maybe this isn't my best thing. I'm trying to fit in right now, so let me put this down for a little bit. Also, I had, like, no time. Definitely. Okay, well, yeah, because basis, I mean, what I've heard is, like, a lot of homework, mm -hmm. a lot of schoolwork. It just, it's just a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> which is why I left and went to Catholic. There we go, right? So that's perfect. Nice. So how do you balance being an Eller with your crocheting? Oof. <laughs> Well, I'll say right now, it's a little bit difficult. Eller is very much of like a time commitment thing. Mm -hmm. So they decide your schedule. You need to be at this thing at this time. And I like that because I'm a committed person. That's why I applied. But I can tell that sometimes crochet gets a little bit, you know, pushed to the side. So I try to do it whenever I can. I'll crochet on the train. I'm always on the Sunlink. Wow. So I'm always crocheting on the Sunlink. I crochet when I'm at home, while I watch TV, while I watch my lectures. I'm trying to build up the confidence to just bring it to class with me. I'm like, if I'm sitting <laughs> oh here, I God. might as well. That'd but be awesome. That's kind of how I balance it, just trying to fit in time. And my friends know, like, if they're coming over to watch a TV show with me, yeah, I'm pulling out the yarn. Like, I, I need to double task or else I'm not watching this. Um, but they love me, so it works out. I love that. I love the lingo. I'm pulling out the yarn. Right. That's fire. Yeah. I'm going to tell the homies that, and I'm not going to pull out yarn. They're going to be like, what are you talking about? Like, I think that's valid. I think you, you should me? do it. They'll love it. The, I think this is the next thing. That's that's your trend. So we're going to give that the next. That's the Nesta lingo right there. We're pulling out the yarn. <laughs> What's up? People are pulling out, pulling out the blickies? Nuh-uh. We're pulling out the yarn. Feel me? Love, oh, not hate. <laughs> love, love, not hate. Exactly. <laughs> Let's talk about it some more. Um, so I did a deep dive on oh. your, your Instagram. And I see you're very active uh, as far as uh, social issues that are going on and pressing uh, issues that are going on. And you're very uh, adamant and advocate for Black Lives Matter and the black community as well. So being from Tucson, Arizona, I don't see many black people. So it's <laughs> awesome to see that there's somebody here that was black and that is black. So what do you see in Tucson as far as just the social issues that are going on? I always see in Tucson that Tucson kind of wants to ignore things. Mm -hmm. They want, like, if you look at it from an outside perspective or if you've only lived in, like, you know, the foothills or maybe in the middle on the east side and stuff, it kind of looks very picturesque. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody's walking their little dogs and right. everybody's wearing their little Lululemon. But 
What I've noticed is Tucson will push away their unhoused folks. Mm -hmm. Tucson will push away people of color, the people who are trying to come here for a better life. And I just don't think that's right. I think it's a very diverse town. And once we stop pretending that it isn't, um, I think we could really like rise and be awesome. I agree. I agree with you. So uh, what things are you involved in as far as uh, your social issue, uh, uh, like, programs or any uh, projects or nonprofits that you're a part of? So right now I'm the lead facilitator for a program called Girls Who Code. Um, We are completely focused on getting young women into computer science. They actually got me into computer science Um, when I was 15 years old. I went to my first meeting and quite literally never left. Now it's a job. Um, (laughs) But, you know, just making sure that when you go to a CS class, and I'll tell you this firsthand, there is no one there that's going to look like you. You're going to be scared. It's going to be a little weird. So I want those girls to have the basis that, hey, I belong here. I can do whatever I want here, and you're not going to push me out of it. Um, Another group that I'm a part of is Eller African American Honorary. And if you've ever been to Eller, (laughs) there sure ain't a lot of black folks. So it's important for us to create a safe space for black kids to come and study, black kids to come and talk. We get speakers to come, Mm -hmm. um, just like different companies to get internships and stuff like that, just so they have the same opportunities that anybody else could have. That's so cool. I didn't, nice. So that, that question just came off the dome. I didn't even realize you were so like involved and had two programs that you're a part of. It's so awesome to hear about that. I have a, a little sister who I love dearly who is mixed. So like talking about coding and talking about getting her involved and letting her see people like you that look like her that are involved in computer science or involved in Eller and going to college and doing all these amazing things as a young lady and African-American, Blacksican is what she is. So um, it's just amazing. So keep doing the good work. I mean, this is amazing to, to hear about. And I, I think we have more questions. We're not going to stop the podcast over over that. But <laughs> you can tell we haven't been doing this. No, I like it. I like it. it's very natural. Recently, definitely. No, yeah, no. I made it seem like we we're ending it right there. So you I'm, did. I was making sure the audience knew. Hey, the party don't stop. All right, the party keeps going. <laughs> um. Besides crocheting, what are some ways that you um, manage your mental health and de-stress? Great question. Hmm. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So I recently started going to therapy. I just hit a year of therapy. And that's been really important to me in just making sure that like... Yeah, I need to talk about this. I need Mm -hmm. to work through this. And it's not a big deal to work through this. And my parents have very much emphasized that with me. Um, I also, you know, kind of try to get my exercise in. Mm -hmm. I'm a roller skater. Um, And so I sometimes I'm just like outside going in circles, really fast circles, just like letting myself go, letting myself like not think and just have fun and stuff like that. But those are my two main things that I really like to get into. That's awesome. Nice. Do you inline... Is it called inline blading or... Oh, I'm not an (laughs) inline. I'm a quad skater. Um, Inline is rollerblades. Rollerblades. So, okay, okay. And the quad skaters is the four. Yeah, the four. Okay, okay, okay. Sheesh, I'm learning a lot today. Okay, let's do it. But yeah, I love that type of stuff. Just like making sure that I have some time to not think about school, not think about working, anything like that. I just want to like chill. Yeah, no, Uh definitely. That's awesome. Uh, When I was roller skating, like outside of my like uh, area when I was young, out my neighborhood, there are too many rocks in the way. (laughs) 
And I remember me skating one time. And my my it was my grandma was roller skate, so they were like kind of dusty and kind of old. And I remember hitting the rock and just my sh- my foot went through the rollers the roller skate and I just flew. Oh so, no! Yeah. So how do you? <laughs> my question to you is: How do you roller skate outside? Um. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm actually very, very blessed to live. I lived in two places where I kind of had some flat space in my first neighborhood. Mm. My parents had like filled in some of our sand spot with concrete so me and my brother could play. And then in our backyard in the place that my parents live in now, they Mm. had bricked it out for me and my brother, um, which is a very, that's a blessing. I I really appreciate that from them. Um, Does that mean that I was safe? Absolutely not. Um, the worst time was I slipped outside Oof. and I like my leg folded and I almost hit my head on the ground. And Ooh. I'm just like I was laying there and I told my mom I came I came back inside and I told my mom. And she's like, Vanessa, so you're telling me you almost got a concussion like you literally could have died and you didn't say anything. And I was like, no, man, like, it's fine. Everybody <laughs> falls. Everybody hurts and stuff. You talk to any two sewn and they probably fell at skate country Facts. like it's fine <laughs> and she's like don't do that again right yeah, don't yeah. hurt yourself again and you're getting a helmet <laughs> so do you, do, you, do you still wear a helmet no <laughs> y'all heard it we got her y'all I'm we so, got her <laughs> mommy I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> no I'm just kidding so noted flat surfaces filled in concrete uh, brick yes works best alright uh, so we're ending the podcast there because I'm gonna go roller skate now <laughs> You can borrow mine. Oh, okay, okay cool. Not, and not old, dusty roller skates. No, okay. no they're right. new, beautiful. Noted, noted. Uh, one thing I don't want to deviate from is you mentioned therapy. Yes. And mm-hmm. this is something very powerful and very, I mean, me and Danielle are really big, big advocates for mental health. And um, I just want to get your, what's been your experience with therapy? I feel like a lot of uh, young people and black, uh, black folks have uh, some traumatic experiences with some therapists. And mm-hmm. I just want them to know from your experience. I don't know. I want you to speak on it before I add on my second part. But go ahead and tell me your experience with therapy. So I'm very, very, very lucky to have a really awesome experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I found my therapist um, through just like my general practitioner. And I really made it clear like what I needed out of a therapist. And, you know, they made that happen for me. And so I'm very lucky to have them in my life. But it's been a great way. You know, sometimes I think we all get caught up. I'm the type of friend that people come up to and they talk to like, Mm -hmm. oh, I need the support with this. My boyfriend did this. Mm -hmm. My friend did this. Mm -hmm. And so for once in my life, I needed to be able to talk about like what's going on with me, what's happening with me. And therapy is giving me the space to do that and also giving me the space to say, okay, I've been able to apply this to my life. How can I help like my friend? How can I help my Mm. roommate and stuff like that? Um, I had a really traumatic relationship. Mm -hmm. And so really working through that, I was trying to work through it on my own and it wasn't working. Um, I was having nightmares. I was scared, you know, and I was like, you know what? Like, I need a professional. I need mm-hmm. help. And since then, I've been able to, you know, be okay with my identity, be okay awesome. with who I am, what happened, and just work through that. That's amazing. I think a lot of, uh, there's a stigma, right, mm-hmm. Which, behind therapy, especially when you talk to people of color. They're like, 
uh, if you're going to therapy, like there's something wrong with you, mm-hmm. or you're you're a nut job, or you're a nutcase, especially from the older generation. But I feel like everybody should at least try therapy once, and that don't let the one therapist let you be that the downfall of all therapists. Like yes. therapy is like dating, right? Mm-hmm. Like you got to find the right therapist. You're just not gonna find the right one at first, and maybe it won't be the right one, but mm-hmm. maybe it is. But you got to shop a little bit. You got to go around see what other therapists have to add. So I love that you had an amazing experience and. Still uh, going on that path of your mental health and protecting your mental health, and that's amazing. <laughs> Thanks. No, no problem. So um, we talked about crocheting, skate, uh, rollerblading. We talked about uh, therapy. Therapy. We talked about she. She does a lot. Coding. Uh, I didn't I'm realize. Busy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how do you fit all this? How like okay? So the question is, how do you? Well, how much time do you spend on crocheting? Like a week? Do you think? I so I think I end up crocheting about 30 minutes a day depending wow. on how things go so that's usually when I come home and I can kind of just like sit and watch a YouTube video and just crochet for a little bit mm-hmm. um, if I have something due like if I have a commission due <laughs> right. I will crochet for like three hours straight so it really oh depends on what I have to do what's going on how like focused in I am mm-hmm. on the situation um, I kind of get very like I need to work on this now. And if I don't work on this, everything's going to go wrong, um, right. which I'm trying to get out of. But like, um, just like, just whatever I need. Definitely. Okay. So it depends on like uh, how many commissions you have or mm-hmm. if you're just practicing or making something for yourself. Right. Yes. So 30 minutes to three hours. It sounds yeah. like, okay, that's a lot. <laughs> how long does it take for you to finish one commission? Mm, it depends. So like I sell like vests yes. um, and those take me about maybe 10 hours just okay. like working through it um, depending on how much detail. But like I make like little bucket hats and That's those cool. take me like mm, maybe three hours wow. like in total. That's so cool. So those are the main, the two main products that you sell? Yes. So the vest and the bucket hats. Oh, and a cardigan. I and sell a cardigans. cardigan. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. So give uh, viewers or listeners uh, like a price range for, for each product if they wanted to buy some. So on my lower range are definitely, I also make like scrunchies and I sell those for like 15 to $20. Awesome. Um, and then my medium range would definitely be the bucket hats. Those range about 30 to 40, depending on what people want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my higher range is the vests and the cardigans, vests being about um, 70 and then cardigans hitting about 90 to 150. Wow. That's so cool because I think it's definitely worth more than that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> no, 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 I get you. I get you. So if anybody's listening and you're buying stuff, maybe tip tip the artist, tip mm-hmm. the creative that's doing it. She said she spent ten hours on a cardigan. That like just one piece. It's mm-hmm. not manufactured. It's handmade. Like it's made with love. It's made literally made yes. with love. I saw some uh, piece. I saw the scrunchies that you uh, <laughs> that a friend bought from you, and they're they're amazing, y'all. Like this, the quality is there. You like. You definitely put some some love and passion behind those those pieces. They're not just one offs. You know what I mean? So absolutely not. It's, it's important. Yeah, really important to me. Definitely, I love it. So make sure you're tapping in. Where can they uh, find or buy something? They can go on my Instagram at Nessa Crafts. My Etsy at Nessa Crochets. I couldn't make the match. Um, <laughs> would be there, um, or they can DM me if they want something special and that's outside of what I already sell. Definitely, that's so cool. You have any? Uh, we gotta ask the ask the infamous question. We have a lot of questions. Ask the infamous question. So, if you could pick any superhero power, what would it be and why? 
Oh, yee. Um, <laughs> I'd say like super speed. Super speed. I had a feeling you'd say that. Really? <laughs> yeah, because she crochets. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, that oh. and that Maybe. makes sense. Right? <laughs> but I'm always I work the where I live and where I work. I'm like across campus, mm. so. I'm like always like running like at least five minutes late, just like speed walking through campus. Mm-hmm. But if I could like super speed my way through campus, I'd go off to the side too. I wouldn't even bother anybody. But like <laughs> <laughs> then I'd be like, oh, I'm at work early and I have time to eat my little lunch and stuff like that. That mm-hmm. would make me very happy. <laughs> super speed to get to places super fast. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. And not pay for Ubers. <sighs> Ubers, man, they 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 like pile up. Yeah, surcharge. Up. Yeah, I don't I don't Uber, but my homie does, and he's like, bro, this is not it. Um, so, mm-hmm. I don't, uh, so I feel you. I feel it. Uh, another question for you, since you are the fashionista, <sighs> you are it. <laughs> I need to know, Crocs or Birkenstocks? Crocs. Ha! That's wild. Oh, Nessa, I knew I liked you. <laughs> I have. That's so wild. For the people, I have platform. They're like a one inch platform, purple Crocs. I was a Croc girl before, like in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Me too. We'd go to the Croc store as like a treat. Um, <laughs> but those are my Crocs right now. They're super cute. I think Ooh, they're grips. Do you have the little gibbets on them? Yeah, I have a little rainbow. <laughs> and then I'm thinking I might try to make my own with like the 3D printer or something. Something funny. Wow. You have a 3D printer? I don't have oh, a 3D no. oh, printer. The, At my job, I have okay, a 3D okay, printer. Okay, okay, okay. I was about to say, dang, dang coding me. Those are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah, I was about mm-hmm. to say. So, Crocs, huh? I was a Croc kid before. I'll, I'll have y'all know. I know everybody on the podcast. I don't like Crocs. I can't no. stand Crocs. He's mm. getting Crocs. Daniela um. keeps saying this, and I'm just going to throw them back in her face face respectfully. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's another topic for Not another story. So They're good. I like them. Yeah. They're comfy. No, they're not ugly. But Bur- that's the fun. There's a lot of things that are ugly that are comfortable too. Uh, it's kind of like the pug thing, right? Like they're so ugly, mm-hmm. it's cute type yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Pugs are adorable. You know what's so ugly and also cute? Mm-hmm. Y'all are probably not gonna agree with me, and you probably don't know what I'm talking about. But an aardvark. I like aardvarks. I love like Arthur. Arthur. <laughs> Shout out to Arthur. <laughs> like Arthur, but but have you seen a real aardvark? Yeah, with the really long snouts. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're the cousin of the ant eater. You think they're cute? Yeah, there's some cute, not a hairless one. There's some hairless ones. Oh, I, I, I googled no, those are <laughs> <laughs> nasty, but they're cute little baby ones. They're like cute. They're little cute. Like, they're what so made cute, you want to Google an aardvark? Listen, man, I got random things going on in my head all the time. So yeah. if I want to search something, I'm gonna search something. Daniela, noted. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Ziggy got some attitude on season three. Or season For four. real? We're on like season. We're season over y'all, man. Kind of like Do five. Like season five or six or something. Oh, this is six. We're going on it, Nessa. Oh, you've been here. We've been here. Journey. Do you have... There's another question. Hmm. Go ahead and ask the question. Which one? This is also important. Oh. Mm. What are your thoughts on mint chocolate chip ice cream? Okay. Listen, people. <laughs> <laughs> it. It's... It's okay. Now, okay. I don't... I'm never going to you know, purposefully go out and purchase a mint chocolate chip ice cream. Speak on it. Because I like different types of ice cream. Mostly, like, I like a fruit range ice cream, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, a mint chocolate chip, I'll eat it if it's there. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I'm never going to purchase it. Because yeah. there's always, like, a strawberry or, like, a s'mores or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I like those more. Those are way better than mint chocolate chip. 
I had chocolate chip the other day. That is so disgusting. What do you mean? It was amazing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Those so, the Girl Scout Thin Mints. Oh, if but I you did purchase freeze some thin them. Mints. Okay, I get that. Okay. Have you had them frozen? I think a few times. Fire. Oh no, they're really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, my God, it's interesting because I don't like I don't like mint chocolate chip. I can't stand mint chocolate mm-hmm. chip. But a, a Girl Scout mint, a thin mint, a fire. I can get down on some thin yes. mints. Yeah, put them in the freezer. Oh. Don't you know who you're talking to? Come on now. Obviously, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, we've been knowing each other for almost two years, man. This is amazing. I know it's been a long time. Uh, She's like, I regret every second of it. (laughs) I'm in pain. (laughs) I've known him for like 30 minutes, and I'm I feel for you. That's and I text all the time. Oh, we're actually besties, so I knew it. I knew I was about to get teamed up. (laughs) And as soon as I walked in, I felt the I felt the camaraderie around you two, and then I was like, oof, Mm -hmm. this is about to be. Tough. For lifers. For, <laughs> for lifers. Life. So, uh, what TV show are you currently watching, if you're watching anything at the moment? I am currently watching Abbott Elementary School with Quinta. Um, I'm obsessed. I love it. Yes. Okay. Is, so, what would you rate it out of 10 right now so far? I'd rate it an 8 out of 10. It's okay. first season, so I know it has like tons of room to improve. But mm-hmm. like so far, it's a great show. I can just like lay back and like just watch. It's so funny. Definitely. That's so cool. I want, I wanted to get into it. I haven't got the time, but uh, that's so awesome. It's so good. Who put you on? Twitter? Um... No, so I got. I'll tell you later. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't use Twitter a lot, but okay. um, but I love Quinta. Um, she's one of my favorites. Yeah, they're going hard in there. Um, <laughs> but I love Quinta. I've been following her since her BuzzFeed days, and then I saw that she was having a TV show, and I was like, oh, I'm about to get into it. And then I saw it's about teachers, and my parents are teachers, mm-hmm. and so I. I was already in it. I was already in it. And it's just been so cute ever since. So I heard it's kind of like an office, like a black version of The Office, yes. correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to watch that then. So 8 out of 10, or 8.5 you said? 8.5. Yeah, 8.5. I'll change it. Okay, I'll oh, change it. Okay, mm-hmm. 8.5. Why not? Because oh, it has chances to improve, mm-hmm. right? It okay. has chances to improve. Okay, for sure. D, what are you currently watching right now? Nothing? Do you have time to watch anything? I'm surprisingly, I mean, when you drive like two hours, hey, hey, don't back and forth, don't get you in trouble. You do have time. <laughs> don't get, don't get you in trouble. You watching it, Netflix and driving? Um, hands free mode. I don't watch it. I actually listen to a lot of podcasts when I drive. Okay, mm. I about to say if you're watching, mm. we're gonna have a serious conversation. No, okay. I watch right. between classes. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. What are you watching? Um, the last thing I watched was actually uh, drunk single female. Drunk. Oh, was it good? It's actually really good, yeah. See, they, they, they're, y'all, y'all on cahoots. I don't even know what y'all That's talking good. about. Either that or Euphoria, but I mean, Euphoria only comes every Sunday, so. Bro. I gotta get into Euphoria. I, I literally. It's a lot. The other day, I was supposed to go to something, and I'm like, you know the swimsuit? You know the swimsuit, mm-hmm. Cassie's swimsuit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like this beautiful pink swimsuit and it like wraps around and I was like, I have never needed something so badly in my okay. life. So I crocheted it. <gasps> um, I'll post it on Instagram okay, later. It's a, it's a little much, um, but I crocheted it and then I was like, I'm going to wear it out. My roommate was like, Vanessa, it is going to be 30 degrees tonight. <laughs> it's too cold. If you do not change your outfit. It's and I was like, for that. I got dress coded by my roommate. But um, <laughs> you know what? She was right. It was cold. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, I I want to get into it. I love the fashion. Oh mm. yeah, okay, I, okay. That, that would they be do good. have actually like really bold fashion. The fact, okay, this is my one thing about Euphoria. Okay, I don't know how it is 
in the States, but in Canada, we don't have those type of high schools. Hmm. Speak mm. on it a little bit more. Tell me. Like, we have, like, there's a difference between, obviously, like, our public schools and our private schools. Mm. But even in our private, maybe it was, like, the era I was in. Well, okay. But I never, like, students never took bold chances when it came to fashion. Hmm. Mm. It was always like, oh, like 90s, or it was very conservative, or we got dress coded just having spaghetti straps, and I see like 14, 15 year olds half naked. I'm like, how? <laughs> Firstly, how do your parents let you leave the house? My mom, even if I wore a spaghetti strap, she'd be like, um, I hope you have a cardigan with that. <laughs> you can buy one from uh, I'd be like, shop. why do you think I wear so many sweatshirts? <laughs> <laughs> But I think that's I, maybe it's different here. I don't know. I, I've only been in elementary school here in the states, but mm. I, for me, that's just a wild conception. Like maybe it's changed over the years. It's been a while since I've been out of high school. But <laughs> I'll say yeah. so. If you've heard of Catalina Foothills, it's quite the little party school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people do a whole lot over there. Okay, I won't say anything. Shout out to the Falcons, but you know what you did. (laughs) You know exactly what you did. Um, And I kind of felt like I was watching Euphoria, but like from afar. Um, Mm. I couldn't do anything. I have black parents. Um, But, but, um, you know, kids were doing drugs. You wouldn't see them in their little outfits at school because everybody Mm -hmm. got dress coded. But the second we were out... Everything. Yeah, Yeah, completely different world. So I don't think it's super far off from what I've seen and Mm. what I've experienced. I don't know about other high schools. I feel like Catfoot kids have a lot of time on their hands. Um, But um, that's what I've noticed. Definitely. So here's my take on Euphoria. I just started Euphoria. You did? Yeah. I didn't even know this. We're on like episode eight now. So the first, the pilot episode, when I first watched it, it was intense Mm -hmm. it was a lot like Mm -hmm. all at once and i was like whoo like in the field Mm -hmm. that i I work in the mental health field so i'm I'm a prevention specialist so i work with youth and i Mm -hmm. work with high school youth predominantly and so i'm sitting here watching and i'm thinking like there's like 16 14 year olds watching this show Mm -hmm. and i'm Mm -hmm. thinking hmm is this like age appropriate for them? Not at all. But it's on HBO. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's on HBO. We probably all know about HBO, like yeah. being like that the adult show. Like this is where they showed a lot of like boobies and they showed everything on uh, TV, and it was interesting. Uh, but I was sitting there wondering if they were like glorifying the lifestyle that these youth were living, mm-hmm. glorifying uh, the sexual actions, glorifying the drug use. And mm-hmm. I think that would be my one bad review about it is like, it's almost like too much glorifying of mm-hmm. these actions and they're not really showing the consequences of these actions. And mm-hmm. some of these youth have gone through traumatic experiences, right? Yeah. Some of these youth have gone through substance abuse mm-hmm. and use and watching their parent go through it or someone close to them. But they don't understand the aftermath. And as a show, you can't really depict that. Mm-hmm. But you got to be careful about some trigger things, right? That can trigger youth to be like, oh, that hit too close to home, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think that's my only bad takeaway. Other than that, I love Zendaya. Zendaya. Uh, that's my baby. That's my baby girl. That's my wifey. Uh, but she, 
She plays that. She plays Rue really, really well. I know you haven't seen it yet, but no, I, oh, it's too amazing. intense for me. Yeah. But I, I love Zendaya. Zendaya, if you want to get married, anything, <laughs> listen, I'm here. Um, oh, we got competition. I got competition. I can trade <laughs> right. She said yes, ma'am. Uh, Tom Holland. Uh, if you're ready to get rid of Tom Holland, like let me know. I'm here. Me and Nessa can. Yeah, we can. I'm taller than Tom. And I'm, I'm. That's a lie. I don't think I'm taller than Tom Holland. <laughs> you but, probably are. You probably are. <laughs> I don't know. I'm 5'3". Tom Holland, if okay, you're 5'3 and a half, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can means. have it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I would recommend taking it in chunks. I would definitely... I was watching like 30 minutes at a time. Because yeah, it's like, a lot to take in. Mm. I binge watch it the whole time because... You're crazy. You're crazy. I mean, when I have free time, that's what I do. You binge watch. Oh, I, it's, I feel like it's a bad way to cope with things because I just sit there and I binge watch and then mm. I'm just like... I could have spent my time more wisely. We're getting we're getting on something deeper here. Yeah, we gotta. But that's it. where the double tasking comes in. I don't feel bad binge watching. Like I binge watched all four of the new episodes of the How I Met Your Father because um, I, I love Hillary Duff, <laughs> um, and that's it. Um, but if I crocheted and then I did a little bit of my econ homework. Was it really that bad? Mm. No. See, I can't. I can't do. I can watch TV and do homework, but I can't be like something I'm fully invested in. Mm. It has to be something I've already seen. I see. I see. Yeah, you have a different kind of brain. I'm noticing as far as like multitasking. Mm-hmm. I'm. I. I can multitask, but not really. <laughs> I, I like to say I can multitask, but I can't. But it sounds like you're really good at like multitasking. I think multitasking is my default. Okay. Um, so, like, for example, for a really long time, I could not watch TV. I could not watch movies because I just physically cannot sit there unless okay. I'm, like, in a movie theater and everyone else. Like, I need the peer pressure mm. of everyone being like, this is what we're doing. <laughs> we're being quiet and we're watching a movie. Because when I watch movies at home, um, this is literally how it goes. So we watch it on, like, the Wii U, or at least we used uh-huh. to. And the Wii U will show you on Amazon Prime who's the actors, who's talking. Okay. So me and my parents, we just go... Um, no, who do you think that is? I I think that's blah blah blah. We'll check the we and we talk the whole movie. Oh, so uh huh. Okay. So <laughs> I started so I started like crocheting, doing homework, literally anything else during TV, and then I can listen and I can hear what's actually going on because otherwise my brain just goes like right. I'm not even there. Okay, I feel that. I feel that interesting I've been having trouble watching shows and movies I get bored like mm-hmm. not bored I just get my like you said your my attention span is just so short these days thank you TikTok. it's hard to find something good to watch yes that too that's my difficulty like I'll take hours to find something good to watch and then I sit there I'm like why did I watch this yeah so mm-hmm. true I think it's like for me it's like the instant gratification thing like mm-hmm. if I don't feel good right here right then mm-hmm. then I don't wanna I don't wanna indulge right mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. I default to going on my phone TikTok has yeah. been my favorite thing to be on I'll be spending like three hours on TikTok and like oh I had a meeting at seven oops uh, like <laughs> so no I get it I get the attention span thing and I, I think it's definitely in like our demographic mm-hmm. mostly morally than yours yours is probably the boredom thing of like not finding something engaging for us it's just like this is cool but I could do something cooler like, yeah. let me find it's something. a FOMO of like I could be doing anything right, right now what am I trying to do with this exactly so how do you deal with like I don't know just like like, have you ever had like a bad customer come through your your shop or leave a bad review? 
Um, not in my personal shop. I'm actually mostly of the people who have like come and commissioned me yeah. have been super sweet. That's Even awesome. when I'm like struggling, they've been really nice. Mm. Um, I've been only dealing with bad customers at my job, so I think I'm okay. So how do you how do you deal with uh, back or challenging people or just people that are like challenging? Yeah, because she can she she has the thing. So I want to see hmm. what, what are your ways to. So, um, for context, I work in a maker space, but it's in a library. Okay. Um, so it gets a little loud, mm-hmm. and people get very angry with us because it gets loud. Okay. Um, there's, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, anyways. Are you in the main library? Yes, I'm in the main library. Down in the um, ILC? Um, no, I'm in Catalyst Studios. Come visit us. Um, <laughs> if you want to learn how to 3D print, laser cut, anything you want, um, we have it all. But, um, <laughs> so someone plug. got, yes, L- uh, L- for o- Jen. <laughs> Jen owes you some money. She owes you some money after that one. <laughs> <laughs> but people get mad at us. And so this girl got very upset with me. And I had told her that she could not close our door. Um, <laughs> and so she kept giving me dirty looks and mm. stuff like that. But my parents did not raise me to be a petty person as much as I there want to go. be. Mm-hmm. So uh, every time she gave me a dirty look, I smiled. I kept what walking. I kept moving my stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I like. there's no reason for me to, you know, keep that hate in my heart. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to come back. You know, I believe in karma. It's going to come back. So what's the point of me putting in my energy right now? Now, do I keep this like same level at this all the time? No, but I try my best to be like, you know, maybe there's something going on Mm. with them and not take it so personally. Um, But just, you know, staying calm, remembering I don't get paid enough to yell at people. Um, (laughs) That would be like at least like a one hundred million dollar an hour like salary. (laughs) Um, But just, you know, stay calm. You're going to go home soon Mm -hmm. and you're literally probably never going to see that person again. That's awesome. That's That's an awesome way of looking at it and viewing it. I think karma is like a a good way, like a good rule of thumb, right? What goes around comes around and what Mm -hmm. you give off will come back around. So Mm -hmm. that's really good. D, how do you uh, handle... uh, (laughs) challenging people in what type of situation <sighs> you know, like, I'm gonna give you a scenario actually what type of community should we say okay let's talk about in the school setting because you're you're back in school mm-hmm. you're doing the your athletic training mm-hmm. program so mm. there's some challenging people in just in school in general so how do you deal with them um in school it's I mean it's kind of easy because you can just keep to yourself okay like I've, I keep to myself quite a bit I'm the oldest one in my class, so <laughs> everyone else is like, oh, I'm 19. I'm like, that's nice. I'm 27. Um, <laughs> Y'all heard it here first. She dropped her age. She dropped her age. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I just keep to myself. I'm I'm there for school, so if I make friends, I make friends. I mean, obviously, I have made friends. Have you? I have, actually. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. We haven't, yeah, I, I haven't had an update with her lately. So. I, I believe you that you've made friends. friends. Okay. I Good. don't like people necessarily, so it's like take, it takes a lot for me <laughs> to make friends. Um, but yeah, I mean, in school, it's fine. So I, what is it challenging? It's challenging when you have that one classmate who thinks they know everything. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, you don't even have experience. Like, why are you saying all these things? Right. Um. Or, like, the one student that's just, uh, it just irritates me is, you know, I love how people, they know their stuff. Mm-hmm. They know the, the content and everything. Right. Yeah. But when you see the teacher getting annoyed with you, then you have to dial it back. Facts. Mm-hmm. 
Facts. 100%. Or if you exaggerate things, I'm like, why? Right. Like, you don't have to impress any of us. We're at the same level. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of us have more experience than the others, but you're, it's a learning experience for everyone. Definitely. Yes. But in the work setting... There we go. Work. Yes. <sighs> Talk to it. Cause I feel like our viewers on KXCI are like, school, cool, but work. Tell us about the work. The work setting. So it changes. So working in a physical therapy clinic, mm. you, especially up in the north side. Ooh, north side. You deal with a lot of difficult <laughs> patients. Um, I mean, it's like with anywhere, people judge you right at first. Mm-hmm. Um, you have coworkers that you don't get along with, but you have to. Yes. Um, and then it depends mainly, like, I had a couple of bosses that I didn't really see eye to eye with. My last boss, him and I had a great work relationship. Mm. Um, I learned a lot from him. But I could see when he was stressed. Mm -hmm. And when he was stressed, I took on more work. And so I feel like that environment I don't work well under. Mm -hmm. Because once I'm stressed, I'm like, okay, well, now I have school stress. And I have life stress. Now I have work stress. Mm -hmm. So it's like wherever I went, there was no break for me. Um, But with the patients, I mean... For me, you have to respect your elders. Like, no matter Mm. what they can say to you or what they portray you to be, you just have to respect. I mean, I was always taught respect your elders. My parents are very old fashioned. Mm. Um, And so I was always just taught to bite your tongue, you know, speak your voice when you know you need to. Mm -hmm. Um, And I bit my tongue a lot. Okay. A lot. There was a lot of times. I mean, I got my education questioned multiple times mm. by patients that I'm just like, you don't even work in your own job. So <laughs> <laughs> you, there's no reason for you to talk to me like that. Facts. Um, there's others that, you know, they see you young. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of coworkers that did not know my age. And so they tried to belittle me. And then that's when I was like, um hold your horses like <laughs> excuse you right. respect <laughs> your elders exactly <laughs> um and when that happened i just you know i just stopped talking to them to me they i didn't even acknowledge them because i'm like if you think you can do that to your own coworker, then how are you going to treat patients Facts. yes yes um so that's really like what I did at work, and I mean, I was there to do my job. Mm-hmm. When I go to work, I'm not there to make friends. I'm not there to, you know, I obviously you do help one another. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're there and you enjoy it, mm-hmm. then you're there for yourself. Right. Right? And then you, of course, you help your coworkers. You want to form that bond. But a lot of people, they take that bond for, at like for advantage yeah. yes no definitely a lot and they use it against you kind of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i saw like a lot of my coworkers again the like the ptas and the, the pts were great mm-hmm. the techs you know yeah. they could use more work yeah right um but not everyone i've learned throughout this past year mm-hmm. not everyone has the same work ethic as me yes and that took me a while to know um obviously like my parents they've made me realize that like they kept hounding me they're like you're not like everyone else (laughs) (laughs) right you know because i mean ever since i was little i had to deal with a lot of things so Mm. i always knew what to prioritize and when i enjoy something i put my all in yeah 
people take advantage of that. So when I realized it, I was like, okay. And I went to go visit my work the other day. And, you know, my boss and office manager was like, are you sure you have to go up to Phoenix? <laughs> Do you, like, can you come back? I'm like, no, I mean, this is my education. I want to get it done. And um, there's so many other opportunities. And I mean, they're always going to welcome me back if I ask them or if they need help. If I need help, they're more than welcome to help. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've, I, this past year made me realize like my work ethic is not like anyone else. Not at all. Yeah, not, not at all. And I mean, I feel like everyone takes their t- own time to realize that. And mm-hmm. it's not going to hit you until you're like damn i really do all of this for these people Mm. but like what am i getting back from them yeah and when people are like one of our friends Mm -hmm. he always like i call him on the drive um every now and then and he's like so d how are you doing i'm like well he's like all right this is gonna be a long drive (laughs) exactly yeah and i mean those are like those are my um, outlets like I, mm-hmm. I talk about it and you know a lot of people are like do you need to go to therapy I'm like but I'm not at that stage yet yeah. right. like I haven't realized like okay let me go talk to a stranger yeah mm-hmm. like I didn't talk to my friends yeah you can do that too yeah and then when you're ready talk to a stranger be ready you know exactly. I mean? yeah so that's awesome that was, you're preaching you're preaching tonight yes I know you, you got on there it's only because like <laughs> you've been you've been keeping that in yeah. This is another place for you to vent. It's been, it's been a long month. month. <laughs> <laughs> and it just started. So oh. <laughs> we're here. 2022. <laughs> we're going to shoot for 2023. <laughs> oh, no, no. We still got time. We still got time to make it. To I know. It I feel like after these next two months, it'll be fine. Yes. Yeah, it'll be. Once you're done with uh, your courses and have summer. I realize like, I have a five month summer. So, whoa. Beautiful. I know. Shout out GCU. Manifest. <laughs> <laughs> she, she said, manifest. Manifest. That's manifest. awesome. That's it. Yes, manifest it. Uh, one question I have for you yes. is, what is your current favorite fashion trend that's happening right now? Mm. So um, I like to actually really follow fashion trends. Yeah. And one thing that I've noticed is, oh, I'm going to get... Yes, please, please do. Um, but one thing that I've noticed is with the pandemic, a lot of people have been just going out there you know wearing the craziest stuff you've ever seen in your life right and that is what i'm very much down with Uh so over lockdown i bought i mean weird stuff like just stuff that you know a year ago i would have never worn Mm -hmm. but i just like it's not like a trend per se but just like the attitude that it's like Mm. i'm gonna wear this and yeah people are gonna stare at me people Mm. are gonna look at me a little funny but what's going to happen like right. what's the worst thing that could happen to me nothing mm-hmm. nothing and especially being in business school like mm. oh, am I, do i stand out a little yeah, yeah but i definitely think it shows that i i'm willing to just put myself out there and i'm For willing sure. to do whatever i need to do that's to make a, myself happy that's so awesome what uh that's what awesome. how did you gain that uh self-esteem or that confidence to, to get that to that point mm. was it watching others or was it just it was more like having a conversation with myself. Mm. So if you knew me in like elementary school, that's the exact epi- like attitude I had. I mm. wanted to be the loudest person in the room, <laughs> the most important person in the room. I watched a lot of America's Next Top Model at the time, so I thought I was a model. Um, but I kind of lost that, you know, and mm. I realized, well, 
like while I was sitting there just, you know, by myself in my bedroom, who was beating that into me? Mm. It was just other people who wanted to Mm. like hate and they wanted to bring me down to their level. And once I was kind of dressing for myself and dressing just like to sit down Mm -hmm. for 10 hours, you know, I was like, well, if I'm going to sit down, I might as well have fun with it. And so, you know, it was a little scary coming back to school in person and kind of having to have that attitude again. But it's like, honestly, (laughs) honestly, I've had nothing but positive receptions and the people who have had negative receptions, like sometimes one time I came in and someone was like, "Ooh, your shirt is bright. But it's like, yeah, it's bright. It's a bright day, so I can have a bright shirt, you know? Awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's like those people are insecure in themselves. They wish that they could wear the bright shirt. They wish mm-hmm. that they could do that. But my friends, you know, they support me. They Amazing. tell me how much they love my outfits, and I tell them how much I love their outfits, mm-hmm. and we just sit there and kiki for a while. <laughs> um, but it's worth it to just make yourself happy. You make that kindergarten you happy. Oh, my gosh. That's so important. I think that's awesome to hear, and I think it's powerful to hear that coming from someone your age as well even though age doesn't matter but i mean wise beyond her years is nessa Mm -hmm. for real because it takes a lot of people to or it takes a lot of time for people to get to that comfortability but for you to get it so young well you had it when you were younger Mm -hmm. kindergarten and then it was just like it gets awkward in that middle school high school range where you're so like just concerned exactly Mm -hmm. you're trying to find yourself and so concerned about what other people think right yes that you're just trying to please people but Mm -hmm. then when you get into real life, in the real world, outside of those four walls in high school and middle school, you realize that, shoot, I need to do what's best for me. And yes. I, want, I need to do me and what, what makes me happy, what makes me stand out, what is, who am I about? So I love that you're doing that for yourself, and that's amazing. What's one piece of advice that you can give to somebody right now? I mean, you feel like, I feel like you have a, a bunch of advice, but what's one piece of advice? I think, hmm, hold on, I want to think about it. Yes, think about on. it, think about it. Don't rush it. I think that. <laughs> Sorry, we got serious with the. Sp- I almost spent. Spent. Okay, my bad. I think that your life is really short. Like, mm. and although it seems like, well, life is long and life is short. Mm-hmm. So, if you know you're gonna like die in fifty years, as morbid as that sounds, no, like you know you're gonna die in fifty years. Why not do what needs to happen? Why not do the stuff that makes you the happiest, that makes you the most successful in your eyes? Mm -hmm. Like, how are you going to feel when you're on that deathbed, when you're so close Mm. and you didn't get to do the things that you wanted to? You didn't get to live the life that you wanted to. I Mm -hmm. think that's kind of what you see, like with people in like retirement and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And they're doing all this crazy stuff. Why can't I do all that crazy stuff at 21? Why can't I live my best life at 21 and keep living my best life? Do I have to settle down at 30? No. Do I have to settle down at 40? No. And that's like, I think the biggest thing, like life is short, but also life is very long. You have lots of time to do things, but also Mm -hmm. like, don't take for, take it for granted. Love it. I love that. That's great advice for anybody listening. And even for myself, I think I got to take that advice as as well. Life is short, but life is long as well. But yes. It was that's that's amazing advice. So where can they find you? Where can they find your shop? One last time, go mm-hmm. ahead and shout yourself out. So you can find me at Nessa Crafts on Instagram and Nessie.v221 on my main. Um they're both linked in either, so you can look at me. And then my Etsy is at Nessa Craft or Nessa Crochets, sorry. Um and or you can DM me. There anything. you go. 
And then nice. do you do uh, any, like if somebody had like a crazy, uh, something they wanted to crochet, have crocheted by you, could they also hit you up for that? Heck yeah. I so. want to see it. Anything just absolutely out there is literally my favorite thing in the entire world and I want to make it happen. Perfect. So y'all heard it here first, man. So that's going to do it for us today. You know, before we head on out and leave and check out downtown for a minute because I haven't been downtown in a minute. Uh, I'm hungry. You're hungry? <laughs> Me too. Uh, they got rid of uh, Diablo's Burgers, huh? It's not, I know, now it's a new place. Now it's oh. Love Burgers. You know, since I've been in Tucson, uh-huh. I used to live downtown, yeah. that burger place has changed three times. Three times. <laughs> you know, what, we're going to ask Love Burgers if they want to be a sponsor of the podcast because we just shouted them out anyway. So I'm going to go ahead and head over, I'm gonna head over there and make sure they're a sponsor. Exactly. You see it. Money. So, <laughs> so that's going to do it for us here today at KXCI Studio. Shout out to them one more time. This is the Takeover Lounge Black Rent Collab, mm-hmm. and we're calling this uh, month Black History in the Making. Shout out to everybody listening. If you're listening to KXCI, you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, anywhere you YouTube, you're watching, listening, watching. If you're listening on the live stream, shout out to you. Uh, <laughs> we're here. I don't, I didn't forget about y'all. I'm, I'm right here. Um, <laughs> both live streams. So we, Hi. oh, both live streams right there. What's good? So we're gonna head out of here. Uh, shout out Black Ram one last time. KXCI. Shout out Duncan, Stephanie, and the whole crew over at KXCI. Uh, you can follow us at the Lounge Takeover on Instagram, Twitter. You can follow, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube at Takeover Lounge. You can follow me personally at Z underscore underscore GIV you can follow Daniela at uh, at where the lounge takeover at lounge takeover there you go right <laughs> you can follow her at the lounge takeover she said mm-mm, mm-mm. Y'all, you didn't read my tweet <laughs> you didn't read my text uh, taking you, a break she's taking a break good make sure you're taking that, that break for sure uh, you can follow the man behind the camera behind the lens behind the scenes at the mankind podcast underscore network you know what it is so make sure you show some love and don't forget to show some Nessa some love uh, mm-hmm. on her Instagram and her shop uh, we look forward to being here again next week on Saturday Saturday, we have a special guest. Should we just drop it right now? Sure. Uh, who do we have next? Uh, Rocky? Yes. We got Rocky Tyrell <laughs> coming all the way from Phoenix to Arizona to talk about uh, just his music career and talk about his social activism that he's been doing. Uh, it's going to be an amazing podcast. It's going to be an amazing episode. We look forward to seeing you. Mm-hmm. No, we're not going to see them. We look forward to hearing your feedback mm-hmm. <laughs> in the comment section mm-hmm. below. And we are out of here. We hope you have a great day, night, whenever you're watching. And we are out. Peace. <laughs>